Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hello, guys. We are we are the Hoops Have a License podcast. Um, Don is not available today, but uh, is I, Reddit Mavericks, joined with my friend Squish. How are you doing, Squish? It is I, Squish. <laughs> and we're also joined with uh, John, uh, who is the uh, who's a host of for the uh, Saratoga Sports Podcast. How are you doing, John? I'm good, man. I've been waiting. Been waiting to jump on this. Yeah, bro. This is the perfect time to do it because what just happened, guys? What just happened? Oh, we. We continued our streak of not winning at home by <laughs> but we won. a game in L.A. Road, but we won. Fuck it. Road fucking warriors, man. Whoa. Shit. Oh, that my God. That was stressful. But we did it. I don't care. Like, the refs swallowed every single fourth quarter whistle, and we still fucking won. It was amazing. Yeah, bro. It, Absolutely amazing. They were jobbing us so bad, bro. Oh, they were jobbing so fucking hard in the second half, and we still won. So like fuck they just them. forget oh, that Boban's a giant of a human, so like everyone has to attack him to actually get near the ball. Yeah, it's so fucking. Like, they, I can only call the blatantly obvious stuff. This is the amount of like slap chop steals the Clippers were getting. <laughs> you saw Pal. I watched Pal do the the equivalent of like getting angry. There was a steal like someone chopped him on the arm, and then he just kind of waved at the ref, but underhanded so he couldn't see him. Oh my god! I mean, listen, Dwight managed to get the fan base back behind him he he was i mean I'm, he hasn't played much and he was unleashed tonight and i think that big lineup at the beginning kind of opened everything up for him yeah oh, for absolutely sure. dude i mean okay so like let's talk about that lineup <laughs> to start the game because before the game started everybody was like oh my god this is gonna fuck this is gonna be really bad um again i was very reserved because i know rick at this point, like, we, it's, it's been a love-hate relationship for, like, 10 years now. Like, whatever, how long it's been? Like, what, 13, 14 years now? And, mm. uh, you know, I know not to doubt him when it comes to, like, these, like, against-the-wall, like, type of games. Um, and this is what this game was. And uh, he pulled off some magic, bro. Putting Boban as a, as a starter and KP at the four was actually really fucking smart. Like... I, Brilliant. I can't believe it, bro. Like, and this is like another wrinkle that Ty Lue's going to have to like worry about, you know, in the next game. Like, Bobon, and then the added, the added pressure. On a, he uses an NBA hoop as a nerf hoop. He does. And he does. Really all does. you got to do is just throw it down there and he's like, all right, turn around. That's it. Or they have to collapse and then he can pass. So it works out. I know you guys talked about that after the last game. It's like his playmaking is good. So if they're going to collapse. It's either hopefully going to be a foul call, which wasn't happening in the first half. Or it was just kicking to an open shooter. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, 
Yeah, so that lineup was crazy. Uh, I can't believe that Rick just like pulled that shit out and like, and even like link he leaked it to Tim Gato, you know. And Tim is talking about <laughs> it. You know, everybody's like, I saw Tim. I saw Tim Cato. You know, Cato got he got ratioed. Sorry, Tim. <laughs> he got ratioed by it. And I was like, well, you know, let's see what happens, bro. But like, we'll, we'll discuss this later on, and we end up doing because uh, originally we weren't gonna record a podcast because I think me and Squish were just like tired and Don is having and Don's Don's had a long week week anyway so we all we weren't going to record originally but I mean we won the game um again the refs swallowing their fucking whistles like the cowards that they are uh bro I mean like that like we that last quarter was a very like grit and grind sorry Memphis oh yeah it was a grit and grind quarter and we needed that so yeah well and it was cool to it wasn't I mean the the last six minutes of the game were absolute chaos but that was a that was a that was a both sides thing, which is great because I was waiting. Like, are the Clippers ever going to have a weird quarter? Like, I'm tired of this shit. And finally, it happened. Yeah. And we were honestly, Dorian Finney-Smith, just give him the belt, name it oh, after him. Absolutely. Yeah. There dude. were so many things yes. he did tonight that just changed possessions, especially down the stretch. Just let him have the belt. Let him eat the belt. Like whatever the fuck he wants to do with it. He was great. He's great. Yeah, Dwight that, Powell, that oh my god. Just like Porzingis with a timely corner world. three. So many things to enjoy about a really ugly win, but a win is a win in a playoff series. Who the fuck cares? Yeah, that show was fucking disgusting. But... The game wasn't ugly until the refs made it ugly, exactly. in my yeah, humble opinion. Points, points. And Luka had some Not tough 40. breaks. Yeah, Luka had some tough breaks in the fourth. Like, some shots went in and out, but that's where guys stepped up. KP finally hit a shot. He still doesn't look like he's having fun out there, and I get it. He wants to play the five, but until he can, like, demand, like, like claim that position yeah, demand their presence. effectively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, what, cry me a fucking river. Buy in. Buy into what you're good at. And right now, that's being a power forward and spacing the floor. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's a bad matchup for him. Season, he was like, I, I feel like, I, you know, I was playing with Dwight. I'm kind of getting used to playing the four. And then right into the postseason, it was like, uh, no, I'm just not going to contribute or even be into the game at all. Oh, if, Jesus, dude. If, if KP can just realize he's like a Bosch in this situation. He, unfortunately for him, the Clippers are fucked. Yeah, bro. Like, <laughs> it's like, it's like KP is all, I mean, Luke is obviously the LeBron. And then we have like Tim as like the Dwayne Wade. And then KP, KP has to be the Bosch, bro. Like, that's what he is. And, uh, and, yeah. You know, just so him as Dwayne Wade is so wild, but like we need him to be Dwayne Wade for us. Yeah, we have to. Yeah, we have. That's the thing. Tim made time he plays on an off night. He did not shoot well. It was an ugly game. Which means we could get we could get Inferno Tim next game to close this out at home, and I want that so badly, so badly. That's Um, what we need. If Tim goes, we go. Like the rest of the team goes. Luca's gonna do what he does regardless. But oh, yeah. Tim gets hot and he busts his ass, and it's like when he's down, everyone's down. But when yeah. he's up, he gets everyone into it, taking the charges, which he didn't do tonight. But he did everything else he needed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, it, like once he's hot, he's taking those threes confidently, and they're going down. I already know, like it's going to be a good night for everyone else. Tim hit big shots, and the my favorite possession of the game for Tim was when this asshole Reggie Jackson, like who just cannot <laughs> miss against the Mavericks. Like he can't. He, he can't. Pisses bro. me off. And it's when he hits the threes. It's always like a momentum breaking thing. And I'm like, of course, this piece of shit, Reggie Jackson, with his Horace Grant goggles right on fucking cue. And then um Tim got sick of his shit. 
I watched him physically get sick of his shit and just bodied up on him this one possession. Wasn't letting anybody screen him off of him. Just got in his face and made him miss a three. It was awesome. I was like, thank you, somebody. Um, back to that lineup stuff. Like, I think everyone flipped out, right? Because it sounds yes. insane. Yeah, it sounds it's, crazy. It's like you're putting Bobo on. Yeah, in the era of small ball and and spacing and movement, this mm. is nuts. But also, no one in the league has a look like that. And Rick said it himself after the first quarter. And it felt very much like, I mean, the, the first thing he said, well, it's a rhythm changer. I'll fucking say tr- trotting out two ents out there at the same time with the lineup <laughs> that's already really big when your point guard is six, yeah. seven. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a great call. It changed it up. It made them have to play a center quite a bit which allowed powell to play and thrive it just changed the whole energy of the game and defensively where uh you know and again you were talking about knowing rick we've got this we go way back now you know he's been here a while (laughs) yeah for better worse (laughs) they knew what they were getting into with that lineup when you trot something like that out there you know its shortcomings defensively so yeah. they were ready for the fact that the Clippers were going to get a lot of threes up because the idea is to keep them from ripping us to shreds in the paint because they've been doing it every game. Even the first two games where we stomped them pretty much, they were having their way in the paint. So we, we just decided we're not going to let them have both. Yeah, They're going to hit these threes. They're going to hit these threes. But it's amazing how that works when the pressure is on and, and how it doesn't because we've seen our own team fail by the three the clippers just kind of it seems like i i don't know if it was the nerves from collapsing last year but that's got to be somewhere in the back of their minds a little bit because they they looked wild down the stretch it helped that the mavs finally hit another gear defensively that we haven't seen all series and i hope that continues man there's so much to be excited about we're up three two with a home game this week with a home game with a fucking home game bro the fucking home game Fuck. if you're not hyped if your blood's not just cranking, like, dude, go do something fucking crazy. Like, yeah, get, walk get a late night right Whataburger, have a dance party at your house. I don't know what you're doing, but enjoy this win and get hype as shit for this next one. Because I just, I don't want to do the jinx thing where you predict anything. No, I can't. I can't. No, I like, can't say. I'm, I'm in the moment, bro. Like, fuck everything. About it. Like, I just know how game. I feel right now. I just know how I feel right now. And in the least subtle way possible, I gotta say, I will find a way to buy a ticket for that fucking game. All right, so I John, be there for what do you have to say, bro? Um, tonight was probably, I, I don't want to say I wasn't excited for this game, but it was one of those where it's like, even when I'm going out to work, like I'm going to, to work out today, my boy's like, Mavs winning tonight? And I'm like, I'm going to say yes. Are they? <laughs> I don't feel too confident, <laughs> but I'm going to say yes regardless. Yeah. And they showed up. Well, Luca showed up, <laughs> and then the rest of the team followed along. But I really think, like I said, like that biggest thing where it's just like, all right, you know what? We've lost enough. As Mavs fans, we've seen us hit threes and lose games. We did it in game three. So for us, like you said, to just completely change it and be like, all right, here's, here's what's going to happen. We're going to force them to rely more on their role players because – Paul George and Kawhi, we held Kawhi to under 30 tonight, which he's been cooking this entire season. He's being in full robot mode. And part of it is just getting whatever he wanted inside. So it, that, and then now it's like Rick Carlisle ran a trick play. And now he really might just do another one. 
and I don't know. I, I expect a big game from Tim. Like I, I, I want Inferno Tim. I expect Inferno Tim. I, I want thirty from Tim, and like I need six from Porzingis, and I'm okay. Dude, man, I'm just like I like that entire game. Like my fiance is sitting next to me, like for about ninety percent of the game, and I'm just like sweating fucking bullets the entire time, and like this is like the first time I think like she's ever actually been like really invested in the playoffs where like last year was like the bowl playoffs. Do they really count? Blah, blah, blah. Like there's no crowd. There's like no like back and forth really, you know? Um, and today, bro, she saw me like, she was like, she was like, Hey, do you want a beer? <laughs> like at the second quarter, which like I asked that question. I was like, Hey, like, should I drink anything? Cause I don't want to fucking fuck up the vibes. Like I am, despite the fact that like my profession is very, scientifically based like i am super superstitious which like isn't smart like at all like like in the in the realm of things like what i do does not does not dictate the team at all but in my mind i'm like okay like if i have a beer is it gonna fuck with the vibes if i change my shirt at halftime it's gonna fuck with the vibes like if i if i'm not wearing like this certain jersey like what does it do you know stuff like that um this game it was like fucking paramounts <laughs> like to the season, obviously to the season. Right. And obviously to like, and I think, I think Mavs draft like tweeted it earlier in the day where it was like, Rick needs to, needs, needs to, uh, needs to take this game as like a must win or he's in the hot seat, which like, isn't really what it is. Cause Rick's going to be here as long as he wants to basically, you know, like for better, or for worse, like he's, he's right. He like, you know, he earned that with the 2011 championship, you know? Um, but <laughs> You know, he was just like, Rick needs to fucking, he needs to play it like it's like it's it's a do or die basically, and it kind of is, man. I think like, was it is it something like seventy five percent of seventy five percent of the teams that win the game five win the series, bro? Like, that's a big fucking chunk of teams that won the one have won the series. Um, I don't know, dude. Like, I've I've had I've had like uh the subreddits for Utah Jazz. The subreddit for Atlanta Hawks, like, couldn't get getting on my ass on Twitter about, like, hey, like, you guys got to win. And it's like, motherfucker, I am trying. <laughs> like, you know, like, <laughs> like, like CJ McCollum tweet. Yes. I was like, I'm trying, Jennifer. Like, I'm fucking trying, dude. Like, I'm trying so hard. Like, how much more can I do for the team besides just tweet about it? You know, like, mm-hmm. um, so we have a few questions, uh, a few being like a lot. Uh, we're going to pick a few because it's the playoff time and, you know, we're trying to, um, again, like, uh, John, it's, what, like, one seventeen the in, in the night for you? Like, yeah. it's late. So, and I don't know what you got to do in the morning, but uh, we're going to pick a few just to Not go. Not a damn thing. Well, I'm good. Well, fuck, okay. We'll go, we'll pick a few anyway, though, because there's a lot. Dr. Redacted has work in the morning. Yeah, see, Dr. Yeah, Dr. Redacted has work. Um, okay. <laughs> Simon said, uh, Barkley's saying, guarantee we won't win any another game. Get this, fool. Fucking Charles Barkley. <laughs> thank you so much. Like... I don't know what your, I don't know what your record is. Like I haven't seen. I need to do, like I need to research it. But like your record of like claiming something and it going the complete opposite, bro. Because it's worked so far, dude. Like we won today's game. Like Bar- Barkle's pushed that button because he likes Dirk. He loves Dirk. Yeah, oh, he absolutely. knew what would happen yeah. when he guaranteed we wouldn't win. <laughs> he says he says he, he says he doesn't check the internet, bro. He absolutely checks the internet. There's no he way. He does. There's He's no got a way. Yeah, dude. Absolutely, bro. So. Even if he's not, you know someone's telling him. 
Oh yeah, someone's got his be friends have the internet. Absolutely. They tell him, hey, you're getting your ass handed to you on Twitter. Tell me, Shaq's <laughs> not in his ear every commercial break, <laughs> right? Oh, just like <laughs> Shaq's constant on Twitter, bro. He has to be. <laughs> but, you know, I think Shaq out of those four are like the constantly most online guys ever. So, oh yeah. Um, mm-hmm. see. How else is he going to get all his advertisements? Out? Right. Exactly. Uh, Brandon asks, um, question: Will any team ever purposely tank at the end of their season to play Luka Doncic? No, no, that's it's it, it was stupid. Like, in like, even at the time, it was like you're really gonna tank to a guy who like put up like 40, 38, 37 of you guys the last season in the bubble. Like, and this season, we're gonna have fans because you know, Squish knows this, John knows this. Like, in Texas, it's all about the vibes, no COVID, like, it's all about vibes, no masters vibes, yeah, bro, no masters vibes, you know. So, at those games, at the, at the AAC, bro, there's fucking thousands of people there now you know like um no dude i don't know why the fuck they decided to purposely tank for us i i think they weren't really tanking for us they were tanking to avoid the lakers who are about to be uh out of the playoffs anyway so like was it really like a good idea for them to do that i don't know but i really think that they i i do think they tanked for us i think that after last season they felt that they could still bully us they felt that the role players weren't good. They felt that at the end of the day, Luca was going to do Luca, but the rest of the team wasn't going to beat us. And they wanted to avoid the Lakers, and I honestly think they didn't want to see the, uh, the Blazers first round either. And they were like, "All right, I guess dealing with Luca and his merry band of men is, you know, the best situation." And and now look, you know what I mean? You know, Tim put together a great season. It's like people forget that how i'm not gonna say uh young anymore but inexperienced i would say our team was right before last season and then you have another entire year to get better and develop and be like okay this is what the playoffs is like yes it's the bubble but these games matter this is the environment we're in everything is harder the matchups are going to be different um and our team responded like uh, go ahead go ahead they tanked to play against year Three Luka Doncic. <laughs> like, he will compete pro last year. He, he will compete with a bag of chips by his <laughs> side. Like, and and this is he had his star making series last year. This is his perennial. I mean, he was that already. But like for those outside of Dallas, this is his. Oh, he's a legit major problem. And it's yeah. it's a super super Hall of Fame superstar making series because you can't tell me in a league where stars want to play with stars that some players are not watching that guy and going, hmm, I want to play with that. <laughs> hey, watching his I, uh... teammates, you know what I mean? Like, and we've had dudes step up, but like, there's gonna be some studs that want to want to lace them up with Luca. Listen, I hear there might be some contract negotiations out in um, Miami, and uh, one of my favorite players. You know, what I'm saying we might we might have a seven three lobbying available. Um, <laughs> so if we can get you know a real hard nosed guy, uh, hard player, worker, hard maybe, worker, yeah. hard worker, very uh, yeah. lunch 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 pail to the <laughs> very lunch pail. <laughs> Fucking takes bites out of uh, twenty five pound weights. <laughs> yeah. Uh, makes a makes a strong cup of coffee. Yeah. Shout out Big Face. New sponsor of the Hoops and Hefebison podcast. 
That was fun for all of us, bro, at this point. Um, uh, Spike Your Ass wants to say, <laughs> I want to apologize for all Dwight Powell slander I've ever said. <laughs> I agree. I agree I with this. You don't? I don't apologize because I would say the Vibrat helped him become the Fuck player you. he is today. Fuck yeah, you. I'm, I'm a push on this. <laughs> The that fuck? bit has peaked tonight. If it really not, did. Like, I saw, you don't follow me. I saw that tweet and I was like, I couldn't asshole. <laughs> it just, my cartoon brain, dude. Like I knew I'd hit four rats, which is a record. And I was like, it's a fifth vibe. Fifth Mamba number Vibe rat number five. Oh my God. And just I threw that tweet <sighs> out of my brain immediately. Christ. All right. Let's see. What uh, a great night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next question. Um, fuck. How do you say your name? R4881T. Oh shit. Um, says... Says, are the Dallas Mavs really just better out a team in other people's arenas? Like, seriously, how? Dude, I don't fucking. That was us last season. I don't shit. I don't fuck. Yeah, seriously, last season was fucking terrible. It's hard to make that call this season because we didn't have fans for so much of it. But like, Like yeah, yeah. that's kind of the trend. And then I think in in just thinking about how I felt being at, so like game four was just a bad game because Luca was hurt. He wasn't right, and if he's not right, we're screwed. Game three, though, um, and and Rubes can attest to this, I mean, the energy was so intense at the start of that game. I think coming off of that high just sapped everything out of everybody, honestly. Yeah. Because the crowd stayed high, but, like, I was exhausted by halftime. I was like, whoa, because everybody just got it out, dude, because we've been waiting – yeah, on a capacity that. crowd yeah. for so long. And I think the players that applies to them too. I think coming off of that high a little bit, not to make excuses, but like, so, I mean, it wore off. And then oh, the Clippers sure. began to feed off of it. Um, hey, Julius Randall said it um, in his struggles after the first game where he was like, I, the energy in the arena, having fans going, all right, I, I kind of put everything into that first half and it showed in the second half. Yeah. So I, I think, I mean, I think there's part. some validity to that. Yeah, Paul George said it too when they were asking him. They were like, you know, you guys came back against the team in the postgame interview. He's like, honestly, it's just nice to have a crowd and to like mm. feel that yeah. energy again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if yeah. you've never experienced it before, which the Mavs haven't, you know. I just want to know what Mavs team we're going to see next game because now they've acclimated to the fan energy. Yeah. And it looked like there were more fans at the Staples Center tonight than there were last game. Yeah, looked, I think they like probably opened now. that up a tad because they were like, well, the Mavs had a kick-ass crowd. We can't do this to our guys. Yeah. I think now that they're used to acclimated, we may see a crazy game. I, I don't know. I hope we do. I want so many things to happen, but I can't – again – yeah and we'll talk about this privately like these these tweets about certain stats or predicting x or y yeah yeah that is a curse to me yeah anytime you start like the the first the first quarter stat um you know we were what 28 and oh and then the second we it went the second we we lost 29 the second we lost yeah. that game, I was like, I'm not talking about shit ever again, bro. It's like, a damn fuck. stat. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Everyone started talking about, oh, we went to food it after the first quarter if we got the lead. And I'm like, oh, y'all have cursed this, though. It's you like when you funny? talk about how good of a free throw shooter somebody is during the game. They start missing. Bibbs, um tweeted this right before, like when they showed that stat, like at the end of the regular season. And he just went, well, all we got to do is win the first quarter. We'll just win every game. <laughs> And it was and like, I, was like, right. I was like, damn it, <laughs> dang it! But I know, I know, I, think... Bi- I know, Bibbs though, bro. Bibbs like he takes that shit with like a you know grain of salt all the time. So mm-hmm. you know he was probably just like, fuck it, like at that point. Um, 
Next question comes from Feb. Which alley-oop is better? Tim Hardaway Jr. to Luka or Steph to Dirk in the All-Star game? Steph to Dirk. Steph yeah. to Dirk. Yeah, Steph to Dirk, yeah. Oh, yeah. At the moment, yeah, like that's a, oh, yeah. that's like a it's like a paramount moment in his in, in his in uh, Dirk's career is like yeah. catching a lob at like age like what like 38. And he dunked it. <laughs> Yeah, and he dunked it like and yeah. Luca, Luca jumped. Luca jumped just as high tonight <laughs> and just got the layup. Luca's six seven and finished that shit like I would have. Like, <laughs> it was great. It was so good, dude. Oh my god! And, okay. and just the the audacity of Timothy Dwayne Hardaway Jr. to fucking throw that shit up. I was like, you're kidding me. Luca has to make this right, and he did. And then the refs were like, "Slow down there, Buckaroos. There's an LA team in danger." <laughs> you gotta stop in oh, and uh, deal with this. Man, really not we today. A, we gotta become an actual big market team after this. Have to, like bro. real life. I have, have to be. We have like, to, bro. We, like, we are. We're just that's what I'm saying. not LA. It's stupid. Dallas is massive. I don't. Wanna, yeah, it's it's changing. I think Luke is changing it. That no one respects as a big market team. So after mm-hmm. this, and with the free agency that would be after the next season, oh, yeah. I expect us to be treated like a big market team. I think Luke is changing it I think before so our eyes, and the fact that Dallas is growing at a ridiculous crazy rate—it's rate, right? just—it's crazy here. The housing market I mean, is the fucking. The market is changing. Here. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Dude, Texas and Florida, no mass, just vibes. So everyone's exactly, like, all right, bro. I might as well go there. Fuck. Okay, well, let's see. Uh, next question <laughs> comes from uh, Alvaro. Um, he says, uh, or Alvaro, I don't know how the fuck you say your name, bro. Um, what needs to what needs to be different in the next home game compared to the first two? Um, um, I think the number one thing. No, yeah. First of all, hit shot. Second of all, um, unfortunately, like for this series, dude, Lucas Luca cannot rest. Like he's mm-hmm. gonna have to like like today. Like he played like forty two, forty three minutes, bro. Like he had to. Yeah, he had to. I, I called that too. I said Luca yeah. can't play less than forty. He's gonna like, play forty. Plus. It's like he's like he's gonna rest. Like he played all the first quarter. He's he like rested like three minutes of the second quarter. Like. It's gonna be that way this the series. Like he has to, man. Like you know, like unfortunately, like guys will step up on occasion, but they're not stepping up at a at a frequency where like I feel comfortable with it. You know, like you saw what happened with that nineteen point lead, you know, at the AAC, like that can happen again. You know, like um you can't rest Luca as much as you would like to. And Luca's young, I think, and he's he gets injured, but he, he's able to bounce back really fuck quickly because because again he's fucking twenty two. Um, I just think you're gonna have to play him, you know, a lot of fucking minutes. We rag on him. Huh? The Clippers are a good team. Oh yeah, like, I'm saying as much as we rag on the Clippers are a good team, and that that's it. Like they're not a team that we can beat with our bench out there for extended minutes of time. Like they're they're just not with like. Luke is going to have to be out there. And it's unfortunate because he's not 100%, but no, it's a playoffs. No one's 100%. And it's just like, hopefully this is the game that propels everyone to get going like they did in the first two games. Because if we get that, if we get him going to the bench and Jalen Brunson getting an and one for like four possessions in a row again, then he can rest for a little bit. But the probability of that is, is not too high. It's very, all right, he comes out the game. Well, there, there goes the lead. Yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, that's just what it has to be, man. Like, unfortunately for Luca, or for, I think, I think Luca's one of those guys where it's just like, fuck it, bro. Like, if I gotta do this shit, I gotta do this shit. You know, like, I don't think, I think Luca can either play 40 minutes a game or like 
30 minutes a game. It doesn't really matter to him. I think mm-hmm. he's going to go out there and fucking play. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't, I don't think it's going to be, um, yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, okay. Duke wanted us to look at, uh, KP getting no touches, which is true. I feel it kind of, I feel it was because he's been underperforming, but he was wide open for three or four wide open kickouts. That's true. Also, I saw that from Dorian and Tim actually. Um, One, well, some of those you saw like Dodo he missed him and you know, immediately said, "Hey, my bad." Like they they acknowledge when that happens, and the Clippers are rotating at an insane speed, so that is going to happen sometimes, especially with like four seconds left on the shot clock. A few guys panicked, I think. It, it's tough. It's a tough matchup for KP specifically because he can't create against what the Clippers are throwing at him. Unfortunately, they've got big, strong wings and. You know, that used to give a seven foot younger Dirk fits somebody with a balsa wood frame like Porzingis. Balsa it's been it's been rough. It's been rough. You know, I've um I know. I, I've noticed the same KP where he's playing very much like uh Derek Rose off the injuries, where it's like mm. it's almost like he's so afraid to be aggressive that he's just in his head is like, All right, the moment I, I start really trying to be aggressive or do anything in the paint set a hard screen, anything that involves any sense of physicality, he's, like, automatically timid. He's automatically just worried about it, and it's, like, it's showing where every time he gets someone small on him in the post, he's like, I'll take two steps, and if they push back a little bit, I'll just settle. And it sucks because for someone like him who's such a rhythm player, for him to get those easy looks, you gotta roll. And he's not setting the hard screen, and he's he not really rolling either yeah, way. He doesn't so. roll hard. And and that's I'm glad you mentioned that because yeah, something it's frustrating when he is the screener because sometimes he'll kinda when he does roll, it's this half ass kind of well, there's a person there. I don't wanna it's like if he would just gun it like Powell does, like he could do and so that's much. The thing. With the two of them, they can score from anywhere. So that pick and roll, it should be like, all right, it's it could either roll or pop, regardless, either of them is gonna be able to score. But it's like, all right, baby screen, I'm going to either half-ass roll or half-ass pop. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, I don't know. And I don't want to, like, bring the vibes down, but it's like, is he saving <laughs> himself for his new team? <laughs> you, you've said this before on the podcast, bro. Like, you've said this before. I mean, it's just, it feels weird to say it after a win, but, like, I just can't figure out what's up with the guy. He didn't even celebrate when he hit that corner three. That was a massive shot. Listen, this, I, like, I, I don't know where his I, head I, is right now. The, I was thinking the same thing where I was like, he does not in, look like he enjoys playing basketball. But at the same time, I've been the guy who everything's been going terrible. So when one thing goes good and your team's all hyping you up, you're like, please, I still have all 20 missed shots in front of me. Yeah. But um, I mean, hey, That's listen, true. like like I said, um, Pat Riley, we have a, a seven through lobby and that might be available. Um, <laughs> he would pair well with them. Also, he would pair well with Jason Tatum. You know, hey, uh, uh, injured player yeah, over there in yeah. Boston um, is not a good fit for the city of Boston because uh, <laughs> he's an activist. So KP is white, and he's wow. also hey, so bro, all man. I'm saying. <laughs> it's so good. There's, there's it, moves there. that could be made. It's so great to have another person of color on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, let's see. Oh, that's great. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know. Squish is like fuck. I'm white. Let's go. Oh yeah, fuck. God damn it. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, All the side c- note, if Jalen Brown ended up as a Maverick, I know a certain individual that would lose his fucking mind. In, in a good way or bad way? 
in a good way. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I mean, uh, Grant would cry like a baby happily. Well, you know, Grant 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 doesn't. Uh, I was not the podcast. Um. Okay. Um. Let's see. Uh. Trey ask. Uh. VP Powell being the backbone of our team. Uh. He wants to talk, talk about this. Uh. Yeah, bro. I think hey, like honestly, dude. Like there were certain points where I wanted Powell out there more than KP. Like. Just like the energy that he brought, like just like the way that he was trying to crash those, trying to crash those boards, you know, like it's fucking Dwight Powell, but like just like <laughs> he's he's stronger this year though. Yeah, he really is, and I'm just like, bro, like I'm I'm fucking for it, dude. Like I am so like, and it's so crazy to me like he didn't fucking play a fuck didn't play a lot of minutes till tonight's game. Like I don't know mm-hmm. if like Rick just like had it like had him like Especially in, the way Maxi was getting bullied. Yeah, dude, I was like, bro, like fucking Dwight Powell's right there, bro. At least, like, mm-hmm. he might, like, swing. You know, like, you know, like, He's I don't know, bro. Dwight, Dwight, to me, is like a wild card. And I'm just like, bro, like, I... Absolutely uh, is. But he has a contagious energy. Yeah, It's evidenced by that third quarter run. Because yeah. that, that won us the game. Because if we didn't have that run and had a fourth quarter like that, it was over. The, the just, he, he changed the game. The third quarter single-handedly. Like, he's looking like bench mob Dwight from before he got hurt. Oh, yeah. Exactly. And also, um, he he was under control at some points going to the basket tonight, which is like the wildest concept for me. Like, with the Euro, with getting that blocking foul on Kawhi, where I think um, I think Dorian or someone looked at him and was like, "Yo, just go up and dunk on him." And he was like, "Yeah, he was sliding." Like, it was the conscious effort of being like, "I'm not just gonna run a hundred percent, like full speed in a straight line." I was like, "All right, let's let's see what we got. Let's just try and get the <laughs> smartest thing out of it." And while still being a high energy guy, and it worked out great. And also, he gets pulled every possession when he boxes out, especially when they're smaller. Every possession, he's getting like just pulled away. So to me, like that gravity as a rebounder is huge, especially on a team where no one wants to fucking rebound. Pound got a crazy offensive rebound at one point that led to a THJ three. I mean, he That's jumped true. over like four people, just snagged it, and then Timmy was like, without hesitation, I gotta do it. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. Just those insane shot attempts um also i loved where maxi came up and i just re-remembered how satisfying it was to watch him without hesitation first sign of bullshit shove marcus morris <laughs> past the basket just get out of here yeah bitch. dude just like you gotta yeah like fake tough guy know. bs as usual listen biggest fake tough guy is freaking terrence man and oh, the God, way he guy. is getting me so aggravated this series I'm someone who, listen, if you play hard, you work your ass off on defense, I'm I'm usually cool with you. But between him getting taken out by the sniper last game and, mm-hmm. like, all the fake tough guy stuff and compl- he compl- you talk about Luka complaining. This man complains even when he's not in the play. Like, and also he's every, he's taking the same shot every time. What's that? What's that meme? Terrence Mann's complaining to the ref and he's like, you've taken everything from me. And the ref's like, I don't even know who you are. <laughs> Literally. And it's Dude's like, hustling, but he's flopping like just, yeah. just chicken shit basketball. I can't appreciate it. Like he got that flagrant or whatever. Or, oh no, was, I guess it was a common foul, but flopping on Boban's supposed elbow. Yeah, like, Boban just turned around. So ridiculous. The next possession out. down, like he's all over Luca, and Luca just kind of stepped back a little bit. He tried to flop on that too, and Luca gave him a bucket. Just like quit flopping, play basketball. I'm tired of you. Please Terrence. just force him left. He's taking who, the same shot every time. Just force who, him left. Who tweeted the... Like, 
two games ago, someone said more like Terrence Baby. <laughs> Who the fuck was that? Because I wish that would have been me. Because I would have, I would have tweeted that. Ex- you I'm, know, I'm disappointed in myself, bro. It's, it's funny. It's funny though, because like, so like, oh fuck, uh, Bryce Patrick of uh, the? of the editor in chief of MFLs is on. The podcast the, right now. The Bryce Patrick. The Bryce Patrick. There we are. Out of nowhere. Oh fuck! Your your audio is weird. Okay, there you are. You um, sound okay. like a Terminator. Yeah, I, <laughs> I was moving my mic. So Bryce, so we have Squish and we have my friend John on. So, um, what up, anyway, friends? So anyway, so uh, fuck. Um, so anyway, so Terrence Mann, right? Okay, so my fiance like was on her phone, like just scrolling Twitter. And like heard like I guess someone say Terrence Mann on the broadcast and was like, wait, what? So I didn't realize this, but Terrence Mann is the name of a uh, really prominent Broadway actor. <laughs> like, and so my fiance was like, what the fuck? Like, that's the guy who played like the Beast in Beauty of the Beast and like some guy in uh, Les Miserables, whatever the fuck. And I'm like, oh, Les that's Mis- cool. Come on. Oh, fuck. I don't fucking know, bro. Anyway, so, Les like, Miserables. So. So she's like, she's like, oh, okay, that's not the guy. And I was like, yeah, bro, like, this dude's like a twenty-something-year-old like black dude. Like, it's not like. But she... Sorry, this sorry, this decrepit white man isn't playing in the NBA I right now. I was like, what the fuck? You're retired already. No, and then she tweeted about it, and like people were asking about him, and I was like, I don't know who the fuck this is, bro. Like, you ask her, like, she is, she's very much cornering the market of like. Broadway, Broadway, and NBA, like on the timeline, that's like that's like her intersection of things. Didn't someone call him a uh, old Paul Rudd? Yes, that was a yes. Ma- that was Mavs Network. Shout out to you, Mavs Network, because I know you're gonna listen to this later. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, dude, this game, like, I just can't get over this game because, like, again, like, I think a lot of people's vibes coming into this game were, oh fuck, we're gonna fucking lose this game. Um, everything is gonna, everything sucks, and I hate everything. We're gonna die, and we deserve it. That that was my vibes going in. Yeah, I was like, I was like, oh fuck, dude, like here we fucking go. Like, I'm not in a headspace to watch the Texas Rangers. Um, I'm gonna watch the Mavs instead. Nor should anybody be. No, bro, the Texas Rangers suck asses here. Anyway, <laughs> but sorry, it's because John, John's John's a Yankees fan, so you know. Yeah, here. <laughs> but uh, but um, no, dude, like I just. This game was this game ended up being very like it was fun for a little bit in the third quarter. And I was like, oh my god, bro, we're up like seventeen. Holy shit! Like, fuck yeah, bro. The vibes are fucking immaculate again. And then it was like fourth quarter. I was like, no, they're not immaculate. They're actually the vibes are very real, but they're barely hanging on the thread. Um, I don't know, man. It's, 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 I up in my seat when Kawhi got that and one, and was like, okay, yeah, no, deep like, breathing. Here we go. <laughs> so okay, so um. Cos Swiss wants to know about the uh, the uh, the the KP uh, the the three point clutch shot in the fourth quarter. Um, again, bro, KP has not had a good series, like by all metrics. Like across the board, he's been pretty pedestrian. Um, and uh, I don't know what it is, dude. Like people have asked me, like, hey, what do you think it is? And I'm like, hey, it could be injuries, it could be apathy, it could be the fact that he's like mad that he's not like the the one b to luca's one a because honestly dude like no one on this team i want to give him i want to give him a lot of credit for this game because he he has not been there he did exactly what he needed to do this game he was 
as engaged as he can be defensively. He was sticking his big long arms up in the air, grabbing some rebounds, causing some havoc. Like he is very skinny. He is very frail. And after that, like that first shot, that first post shot that he had um, against, I think it was when he posted up Rondo and took a super contested like mid range shot. I was like, all right, that sucks. But basically after that, and after that stretch, like in the second half, he was doing everything he needed to. Yeah, that one stretch, uh, he got three fouls. Yeah, besides score, but like he was just spacing. That was his entire point. That was the only thing he was being asked to do. And, you know, he was doing it. And he came up with some big plays down the stretch, came up with um, an offensive rebound, and just the most important three-pointer he has ever hit in his entire career. And it's not even close. That's very true. I will say that Rondo post up. I know exactly which one you're talking about, and he 100,000 percent got hit on the elbow. But what do I know? I just hate the refs. Yeah. Um, that's a good point. That's, I'm kind of glad you brought bad. that up because I was just thinking about how hard his job was tonight, especially defensively, because we did run a lot of zone mm-hmm. with Boban, but Boban was mm-hmm. protecting the rim, and that puts KP's goofy ass out on the the corner, like guarding perimeter guys, and he struggled with that at times. But there were times where he did it quite well. There were a few times I yelled at the TV, but it's like. It's a bend but don't break strategy, and I think it worked really yeah. well. And I said earlier before you joined, Bryce, that this Rick said it was a rhythm changer, and that was 100% accurate. It, it changed the whole rhythm because the Clippers kind of didn't handle it well at first and gave us exactly what we wanted from them, which was no layups, mm-hmm. bunch of threes. What do we do? Yeah, and, like, the thing is, like, they – the Mavs are doing a really good job of scrambling because they do a lot of like, because I mean, Boban is a traditional like rim protector. Like he is tall and big and whatever, but like the Mavs are doing a lot of like kind of weak, like faking a double when guys come into the lane and then like charging out, closing out really well to the three point shooters, which like normally you would think like a lot of people that I was listening to before this, uh, this game were thinking like, okay, like the Mavs cannot do the zone because the Clippers are such a great jump shooting team. But the closeouts were excellent. And, like, I didn't think KP had that mobility in him to, like, kind of, like, fake the hard double um, for Paul George when he or whoever was driving the lane and then go out and contest the corner shooters. But he did it, and he did it quite a bit in the second half. And that was really big for the Mavericks. I mean, and, man, I'm sure y'all have already talked about it, but that, that third quarter run where Dwight Powell was just everywhere, like, this was Dwight Powell's one shining moment and it was incredible. And he was a thousand and ten percent up for it. And I lived for it. I'm still was, living for it. Yeah. That third quarter from Powell was a masterclass in what effort brings masterclass. to your teammates. Damn. No, really like for, I, for, it was. No, for no, what no, he brings, no, I know for but... all the shit, like, like that we give him myself included, like <laughs> that was I mean, KP's yeah. shot was the most. That was Dwight Powell's most important basketball of his life. Yeah, no, I would, in that third quarter, yeah. and he like just elevated everybody. The Clippers were like, "Huh, what is this no. shit?" So, so my brain it's, it got to be extra devastating to be getting. Why is Eric so, Judge playing Powell. basketball, and why is he out here out jumping everyone? <laughs> <laughs> so, so my brain when you said masterclass went immediately to like EPL football, and was like. Oh, <laughs> you know, that's what I was like. That's what my brain was like, hold on, hold on. <laughs> oh, I really do feel like this entire game was just a testament of just like effort. Yes. And yeah. mm-hmm. like it, across the board, because like you're saying with Porzingis, like that that's just shows like if he's engaged in the game and he's out here really trying, 
it makes that big of a difference. There's some times where he got stuck in between two three-point shooters because the swing is coming, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm well, okay with that because it shows that he's trying to at least be like, okay, I know I have to be there. One of them's going to shoot it. He's putting in that effort. Then, like we said, we get Dwight Powell have a bunch of minutes. And the defensive MVP, the MVP, like, bro, Dorian Finney-Smith, there was a stretch of just four consecutive just tip balls. Like, it, it's, it just shows, like, Dude, for a Dota team as large as oh, the yeah. Clippers, for the roster they have, Super for everything going on, for us to be doing what we're doing with the bench that no one really looks at, with a bunch of players that when Luka's off the floor, nothing gets done. It really just shows how much effort plays, especially in playoff basketball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When this team just has an iron will, they're not afraid of anybody, good night or bad. They're night. really they not. They're really playing. not. Dude, they're, they love. are fearless, and it's it's awesome. It's awesome. Um, and last thought on KP. I mean, I this is again just a terrible matchup for him. Um, the Clippers playing oh, small is still bigger than most other teams playing small because they're just so loaded with really, really great wings. It's tough for him. I think of like Dirk struggles against not that I'm drawing an equal comparison. Everyone relax. But <laughs> like how the Golden State Warriors used to bother the crap out of Dirk in like two thousand seven, whatever it was. Yes. Yeah. Was Just think of that. It's just yeah. a tough matchup for him. He doesn't have anything to deal with that at least not yet i don't know if you ever will it's hard to get leverage when you're seven foot three and not boban yeah this is one of the teams with like the deepest like wing rotations of like very very good defensive wings like they've got two of like maybe the three best defensive wings as their stars and then they they roll out uh marcus morris and batum and um well they used to roll out uh, Patterson. Patterson doesn't really do anything for them anymore. But like those are like four really solid guys, and two of them were absolutely elite. And so like that is really tough to do stuff against. And like Zubac has done really well for them in stretches. And like when he wasn't starting, when they are going small, like KP drawing the five, like his main, the main use for him on offense is like drawing the rim protector out to the three point line. And just being there. And when you've got an all small lineup and KP isn't strong enough um, to go and bully those smaller guys in the post, he just takes those mid range shots because he just doesn't have that that thickness that uh, some of the bigger guys do. <laughs> like it, it's hard for him to like kind of do anything but, all right, I'm just going to floor space out here and take one of their perimeter defenders out. We'll see if I can make some 30 foot catch and shoot threes. He's yeah. gonna play in the train him, honestly, <laughs> um, and build build that base up. But uh, I mean, <laughs> dude, it's it's dude. Same thing. Dw- Dwight Powell has all these muscles, and they feel like show muscles. Because I'm like, you shouldn't be getting thrown around the way you do. But yeah. we're working on it. Um, so, I don't know, dude. dude can, can we have a crumb? Can we have uh, another wing defender? You know, they seem so, to have plenty to go around. Okay, so we got. Could you spread out some of Boban's thickness, like? Just redistribute, <laughs> redistribute the wealth. So Dude, we got... the way it made me feel was like uh, last last post game pod you guys were talking, and it was like at this point, freaking throw Tyler Bay out there to guard someone or something. Like, yeah, Jesus. So okay, so we got three more questions. Let's see. Um, Doctor Martin, who I don't believe is a doctor, but anyway, um, <laughs> says, uh, "What does Luca's lack of scoring in the fourth quarter say about our role players in the playoffs?" Um, bro, they have to step up. Like, 
Yeah. Luca's one guy. Like, you know, and, and I know like superstars in the NBA, they could they can influence games like pretty heavily, but the problem is that Luca's going going up against like two like one superstar. I'm like one very like borderline like all-star superstar guard player like you know like I mean Paul Paul George is a damn superstar. He did at, have a top 3 MVP at this, at, Yeah, at he, this point yeah, like but especially like, with what he's doing now. But it's like you have to like it's like you have to step up. You know, you like you have to, you know like like yes like like you know Tim and and KP like and at this point, unfortunately, like, KP is a role player on this team. You know, like for, in my eyes, like KP and Tim. Yeah, KP and Tim had really clutch, like three, you know, three pointer shots. You know, like and just what it is. You know, like and you have to hit those shots when you're open. Like there were so many times where Dorian and Tim were open and didn't hit a shot, and I was like, oh my god, bro! Like you had to hit that shot. Like we could have yeah. been, we could have won this game by like fifteen. <laughs> like you know, like stayed through yeah. game four. But yeah, you know, it's just like it's it's fucking it's fucking annoying. But like, you know, like for a role players, like like if Luca gets you open, you have to hit that shot. Like you know, like there's no if ands or buts about it. Like you have to. So, right, it's it's yeah. we're Hamilton to the shit. We're outgunned. We're outmanned. And at the end of the day, we need one freaking all worldly talent to put it together. Or else we're shit out of luck. Outgunned, outmanned, outnumbered, but not outplanned. Rick Carlisle with the yeah. five thousand IQ, Bobby and KP lineups that actually work like that. That is like literally like the one like chess movie had to play, and like it kind of worked in stretches earlier. And I'm like, ah, I don't think this is sustainable, and it wasn't really working nearly as well as it did tonight. So I think they must have spent the last couple of games like, all right, or the last couple of days off, like, all right, we're doing this, like we are committing fully. And I need everyone to be just 110% in on this and it might work. It and might it be crazy enough to work. It did. It absolutely did. It literally I, was. I, just, I don't know how you can look at this game. If you had any doubt and still be calling for this coach's head, like Twitter chill. God, no. I love y'all, but did Carlisle Twitter, Twitter, Twitter is not, let's look at, let's, let's check the roster quality first and so... not, call for a hall of fame coach's head so, shall we? so that was an amazing adjustment and they worked on it what you could just tell five coaches one of five coaches i think that's active in the league that has a championship i don't I mean, even think it's five i think it's no, just like, like four. three bro like the fourth yeah so uh, there's so, ultra nurse and oh and, um, and carlisle vogel and vogel oh and yeah. yeah oh and also um steve kerr Oh, so that's true. Like in the day the players start, you know, giving you any inclination that it's a coaching problem, then you can pull that oh, shit. Cause yeah. typically where that's the issue, it's very clear on those teams. The only person that said anything all season was KP, but that was more for selfish purposes in, in the context yeah. of like, I'm not comfortable with my rotation, you know what I mean? Stuff like that, but yeah. nothing like we lost because Rick sucks as a coach. Most of the time the, the players are like, yeah, I made this mistake, or I did this. It, it's not a coaching issue. The reason why Rick, I don't Rick, blame Rick, Rick kicked is ass because uh, we most of the time when I feel like we lose, we get the shots we want. Mm-hmm. Our, like we just don't hit them. It's fucking personnel. Day, that's, yeah, yeah that, that's always what it comes down to. I mean, also I just think back to like Rick getting us to wins with Mike James as our starting point guard. Seriously, um, but like it's. 
that's really what it comes down to. You can't knock the guy for just trying to make the most of what he was given when he usually isn't given much. And because we have Luca, everyone just expects that to make everything magically work. It's not a situation with, like, Trey, where he was like, yo, I'm trying to compete right now. And the Hawks went, all right, we're going to go all in to try and get you an overall better roster to compete right now. And they did it. And look at them. Where it was like, <laughs> they're like, yo, Luca, you're a first team To be all fair pro. to him also, they did, they, did have, they did have more young pieces. They did have more around him. The, the players around him, like Kevin Herter, oh, the sure. guys who had been there, um, and John uh, John Collins and a couple other guys. I mean, they did get Rondo, and that was a playoff thing. The the one move I would have loved that the uh, the Hawks made that I would have loved to see the, the Mavs make, besides getting bogey, obviously they couldn't do that. But Clint Capella, would, oh, yeah. God, was... he, would make, he would make all the difference on the team. And I thought that from the start, and I'm like, ah, I don't know. And now that I'm seeing what he's doing, I'm like, why did I ever doubt myself? No. That's, that's I was hoping that's where you were going with that. Because, yeah. man, oh, man, I watched him play him. earlier. Like, God, it'd be nice to have a center like that with Luka. He averages 17 and 17 against the Knicks. Jesus, oh, dude. Oh, the he, was, he, was, the Knicks, he had injury really, struggles all year. He got healthy really at the right time. Rebounding team. He's even a re- really good rebounding team, too. And he's averaging he's those kind of boards and making that kind of a difference. And, like, I don't know, people made a whole lot of, like, him getting, like, quote-unquote, played off the court when he was in Houston. But I was like – it's a different game now. There's no like, there's no Warriors death lineup to play him off the court. Like yeah. most of these good teams that are remaining have bigs that make a difference. Like Jokic and you know the Nuggets, the uh, gosh, Blazers. Basically, like all the teams that are left in the West, they all have a pretty good big. I mean, Aiden's really emerging as that. Yeah, Aiden has been and fucking I'm, great, dude. I'm happy. For I'm. You. I'm worried if the Mavs move on to the next round. Wait, they don't play. Do they play the? No, no, they play Utah. Never mind. Sorry, that's my, yeah. my matchup. Oh, yeah. That's confused. A, that will be a, that will be a fucking uh, a series for sure. Let's um, not get ahead of ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's focus on Game Six. Um, Job's not done. One so, job at a time. So let's see. Uh, Mavs. Last question for the night. Mavs room um, asks. Uh, what plays should Rick play for K- run for KP? Also, do we need to see another 40-point Luka Doncic to get a Game 6 win? <laughs> um, uh, I'll take yeah, this one yeah. off rip. Okay. Rick Go shouldn't run plays for KP unless he's being guarded by a chair. Ooh. And even that sparingly. Ooh, even and it's Ooh. because, no, depends, it's the matchup thing. It's the matchup thing. It's the matchup. If, it, if he's got, like, Beverly on him, like, and he's – Three feet away, throw him the ball, but don't. We can't run plays for him. He can't create in this series. It's too hard. The play I, should be. I, a I and I'm a not even being a dick. I'm just saying. I, I, have, I, a, yeah, I, I just... have a counterpoint. Um, I have one play that they should run. Um, the play is let KP's body be possessed by Dirk. <laughs> run that play. Is that a play? Voodoo. Voodoo it's, is the that, play. That's black magic. It's a. It's a. It's more of a voodoo, but like Rick Carlo is a warlock, so like. Maybe he could figure out how to do it. I, I don't think, know. I think the NBA – got a lot of money. He could, we have uh, the technology. I think the NBA outlawed blood magic in the new CBA. I might be wrong. <laughs> uh, no, I that think you're great. right. Yeah, I don't wow. think we can do that. Damn it. Yeah, we tried that before. Another NBA conspiracy targeting the Mavericks. Exactly. God damn it. So, so, to, so, so look at Mavs' room. second question. Um, I would say that uh, I don't think – I, I'm sure we do need another 40-point, you know, uh, Luka game. I think we 
I need to see a forty point triple double, bro. Like, I think next game he 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 just needs to go fucking all out, bro. Like, just crush their fucking necks, and do not let them fucking like get up for breath, get up for air, bro. Just fucking destroy them. Like, that's what he has to do next game. Like, yeah, there's fucking blood in the water. It, de- it depends on what you do with that blood in the water. You know, like there's gonna be appendages in the water. Yeah, bro. Like he just has to fucking, <laughs> he just has to fucking destroy them, dude. Like, like I'm this, this kind of a franchise changing series. Yeah, mm-hmm. seriously. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Because yeah. it it makes like we talk we talk all the time about like and we have for years about like Luca's fun. People are gonna want to play with Luca and KP and whatever. And like we haven't really seen that. The Mavs also haven't had cap space to make that happen. But like they go on to the second round, they beat these Clippers like. That accentuates that timeline. It speeds it up. I should say accelerates, not accentuates. But like, <laughs> this really is a put your ass on the map series. Like, like it was for the Hawks. Like, like it was for the Hawks. They're like, okay, we're freaking here. For sure. I I think it's um honestly I think it's less about forty points, and more about plus twelve assists because to me that shows that the role players are getting it in, and that's really because mm-hmm. we've already seen Luca put up a bunch of points and us lose. Like, it's I, I I think it comes down to really the assist and if other people and are going to step up as well, yes. Because he but, he was talking tonight in the in the post game press conference I saw and he was like I took too many shots and I was like but buddy you you take as many <laughs> shots as you need especially towards the end when like just those those two I mean it felt like uh, everything was missing but like it really wasn't it was just those two really big ones big open threes from mm-hmm. from Dorian and from Tim that were just like. Oh God, Luca! Just take every single shot. Like that's kind of how it felt like when you missed those ones in the fourth quarter. Like, here's okay. um, here's a fun stat, and then I have some thoughts too. Um, Nick Wright tweeted: The Mavs just beat the Clippers in a game where they made six baskets the entire game that weren't scored or assisted by Luca. Fuck, fuck. Six. Yes, it was thirty-one out of thirty-seven. I saw that. That's uh, uh, absolutely God insane. Damn. God damn. Okay. Those are my player numbers. Like straight up, literally my player numbers. Jesus, yeah. when you're not, when you're like, that was for me. It was in my player numbers when I was feeling yeah, but uh, my, but generous. But my, I wanted a hundred assists. Yeah, but my player runs the pick and roll, bro. Like with with with, <laughs> with, with KP, bro. Like this is not like, exactly. <laughs> I constantly run the pick and roll, bro. Mm. Like, mm. ah, <laughs> oh, damn, dude. Uh, to chime on that question, yeah, Luca. So the blood is in the water. And another thought, because we were talking about what the Mavs need to do earlier for the next game. Our role players haven't had a good game now three games in a row, really, if you really think about it. Yeah. So they're due. There's blood in the water. Luca's going to be hype as shit from the crowd. It just could be the perfect storm, and I really hope it is. I'm I'm excited big, as fuck. A big Goto shooting game, I think, is due. Yeah. Especially oh, with, yeah. like, Absolutely. The, Tim too. coming off of the fourth quarter he had. Yeah, no, Tim didn't even... Tim dropped 20, and he didn't have that great shooting game. Like, if those two guys... If those two guys, like, shoot, like, over 50% from the floor, both of them, that's, like... That's going to be just ginormous. Or just to be able to say the phrase, the Porzingis game. Oh. I I talked about that on my podcast today. Like... (laughs) Honestly, give me 15 points from Porzingis. And, uh... If... If Tim and Dorian make over half their shots, I think that's a win. Even if Luca only only drops like thirty, 
<laughs> only 30. So, only John, 30. John, what were you saying? Um, I think that Tim is like Tim's gonna hit threes regardless. If he takes 20, he's gonna hit he's gonna hit threes. My thing is like what happened in game three. Um, I think it was game three. Yeah, where he hit four threes and went 0 of 8 from inside the arc. Because the thing that made him different this year, I feel especially because you know I'm in New York. I've seen plenty of Tim Hardaway on the Knicks. Um, it's he was driving My to the body. basket and <laughs> yeah, he was driving to the basket and finishing like efficiently. So I feel like once you get him scoring all around and once he's actually driving, it changes how they defend him as well. Like it opens everything. No, I, to- I totally agree. And he was getting to the line more too this year. Uh, I mean, in that the very first play, they they were determined to get like Tim Hardaway to the line. They had like what three or four screens set for him, and he tried to. I don't even remember who it was. He tried to like dunk that man into the shadow realm and end the game on the first damn play. And he almost connected on that dunk. I love it. But instead he ended up getting free throws. Like I was, I was so hyped. I'm like, that's a really good sign for this math team. Yeah. So, I mean, so those are all the questions we we're going to take today. We got a shit ton of questions this time, but again, because the playoffs again, because we're recording these, we're recording these, uh, when people work the next morning, <laughs> I don't because I'm a teacher, but everyone else works, I think, tomorrow morning. So uh, we're going to cut it here. Um, I will say thank you guys for rocking with us. Uh, Hoops and Fweizens, the MFFLs, um, throughout the playoffs. Uh, it's been a fucking blast. Uh, it's been very nerve-wracking. Uh, I have drank more beer tonight than I have um, in the last week, <laughs> which is kind of a lot. Um, but uh, um, you can find me at reddit mavericks on twitter and on instagram you can find uh squish at squish 41 on uh on twitter uh bryce where can we find you uh at bryce patrick that's bryce with an i patrick with no k on twitter and i don't don't worry about my instagram don't follow my instagram (laughs) and you and john where can we follow you you guys can follow my podcast page at Sartoby Sports, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. We got some stuff, a bunch of stuff with Ruben at this point, including one TikTok that's at 25K right now. Oh, what the fuck, and, bro? Um, yeah, man. Bro, you got Invincible. You got to run me that check, bro. Listen, when the creator <laughs> fund comes in. <laughs> and um, you guys could follow my Twitter at Offended Normal. All right, guys. So um, that concludes this podcast. Uh, we will see you guys on Friday. Uh, Hopefully talk about some good news, <laughs> but we'll see. Uh, see you guys later. Good pod, good vibes, good night. Job's not done. <laughs> <laughs>